Dear Cheap Astronomy, How will we build a lunar base? The main issue with building something on Earth is gravity. That is, if you don't build something properly, it will fall over. With the Moon having one-sixth of Earth's gravity, stopping things from falling over is still important, but it's a much easier thing to accomplish. The main challenge in building structures for people to live in on the Moon is that those structures will need to retain internal pressure against a vacuum. This will require a strong sealed membrane. So any thinking about in-situ resource utilisation needs to stop here. There's really nothing on the Moon from which we could construct a large sealed membrane, at least not without some futuristic molecular re-engineering technologies. So, in the 21st century, such a pressurised structure would need to be created on Earth, probably as an inflatable sphere or a dome, as these are the best geometries to hold internal pressure. Such a structure would be flown to the moon, deflated and folded up, and then reinflated on the surface. Prior to constructing such a building, astronauts may land and live in their spacecraft or in separate landed modules, but we anticipate an inflated dome will be the first constructed habitation on the moon. But of course you have to deal with another significant issue, micrometeorites. An inflated membrane won't stay inflated for long under regular bombardment by small and probably sharp rocks moving at high speed. So you'll need an extra shell around the dome for bombardment and radiation protection. One simple option is a rocket body. Once we've got a lunar base going, there'll be a need for as many uncrewed supply landings as there are crewed landings And once a robotic supply vehicle has delivered stuff to the surface, the only advantage in launching it again is to return an empty craft for reuse. So towards the end of their functional lives, some of those reusable vehicles might just be left on the surface. So for example, within the hollow tube of an old SpaceX Starship that's been pushed over on its side, you can inflate a couple of domes and live safe and secure for a good long while. But otherwise, you could cover your membrane dome with layers of regolith. This would work just as well for micrometeorite and radiation protection, and it represents practical utilisation of in-situ resources. Most other ideas for in-situ resource utilisation look great on paper, but may be completely impractical in reality. For example, there is some calcium oxide in regolith, so if we extract that and add some raw regolith for aggregate, we'd have a ready supply of cement. But the calcium oxide extraction process needs an 800 degrees Celsius furnace, and although calcium oxide is in regolith, it's not there in especially high concentrations, so the whole process may involve lots of energy input for low yield. And while you do get cement, it's not like it's airtight, so people will still have to live within the membranes we've discussed, and any cemented structure would just be an outer shell, as we also discussed. So you could either scoop up a bunch of regolith in a day or two, or robustly engineer an energy-hungry cement production facility 
that would deliver pretty much the same outcome, only a lot more slowly and at a huge cost. Of course, you could always place your membrane dome in a lava tube, but the chances of a lava tube being right where you need it are pretty low. Right where we need it would be at one of the poles, with the current favoured site being Shackleton Crater, which is the location of the fictional lunar base in Season 2 of For All Mankind. The crater is big, at 21 kilometres in diameter, and it's right on the moon's south pole. Its outer rim gets constant sunlight, unlike the two weeks of sun and two weeks of darkness that's experienced at the lunar equator. We haven't yet been able to visualise the crater's interior, which being always perpendicular to the direction of sunlight, is therefore in perpetual darkness. There has been various hints from spectroscopic analyses that it might contain a lot of water ice. So one of the early objectives of the Artemis missions, planned for later in the 2020s, is to confirm if there really is a lot of water ice in there. Needless to say, having a substantial water source near a location that receives constant sunlight is an ideal location for a lunar base. So if the Artemis missions do confirm the presence of water ice in Shackleton Crater, we'll almost certainly be building our first lunar base there.